0: Well, start it. Like, start it okay, out,
1: like, cool. Okay. Right. Do you want to do the intro or do you want me to do the intro? You
0: can
1: do the intro. Right. Uh, <clears throat> welcome back to the first podcast. <laughs> oh, Every time. time. <laughs> Every time. I'm not doing it again. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, um, uh, today uh, we're talking about the Lord of the Rings. Yes. We thought there's, stay there's, stay. That, there's that. There's finally, after years of development there's that new tv show coming out
0: yes it it looks bizarre though have you seen the um like elrond compared to like the scene that they did obviously in lord of the rings where they sort of looked back on the war, like the picture of elrond then and the picture of elrond they got for the the tv show i know like i know they can't have fucking um
1: i kind of hoped they would i I sort of (laughs) hoped that because there were you i think um the guy who did the score is doing the show. I think they're filming in the oh. same location. They're using Weta, the people who did all the yeah, props Weta, and stuff. Yeah,
0: Weta Workshop. I, I yeah. they're, And they're fucking incredible, man. Like,
1: so impressive. I, so I was like, oh, they're, they're using all the stuff from the movies. Will they use the same actors? Just bring back. What's
0: his, what's his name? Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, just bring them back. Just, but I, bring I guess because they're trying them. to
1: keep it, like, <laughs> youthful and, you know, they don't want to have to... This is already. I think that show's going to cost about. I think it was like a billion dollars.
0: That's ridiculous, but I mean, it 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 makes sense though that you're going to have that much money for this big of an occasion. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's
1: the the fact that like it's made by Amazon and Amazon have so much money because they will not make that money back. It's going on streaming for free, so the fact that they were like, right, we can just (laughs) sync. However, I think it might, it might not be a billion. It might be like six hundred million, but it, it's still a lot of money. They just sunk all that money into this project, and were like, "Fuck it, it'll, it'll be worth it." Like, that's it will, ridiculous. It
0: will. It will, though. Like, I, I don't doubt that it's going to be like good no matter what. Like, it can't be. It can't be worse than the Hobbit. I, like, I, I like the Hobbit. It's something wrong. I don't think they're amazing, but I, it can't be worse than the Hobbit. Which <laughs>
1: we'll be talking about next week.
0: Yeah, a little sneak peek. Pre- a little pre- yeah. pre- sneak peek preview.
1: And then eventually, uh, when the show comes out, we'll talk about the show, which I think is out in, next like, September. Uh,
0: yes, there's been a lot of, like, teasers and...
1: Oh, yeah. Unless we're both dead by then, who knows? Um,
0: nu- nu- nuclear fallout. I-, I live right next to one, so fuck it. <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about the, the original trilogy, the... I think maybe the best trilogy ever put to film, personally.
0: My my absolute all time favorite cinematic trilogy ever. I, no matter what anybody says, it will always be my first choice.
1: I think it's it's the most satisfying as well because you look at other trilogies yeah. like um like uh the Star Wars trilogy. Mm. The third one does kind of like dip a little bit because it's a they're reusing the Death Star, the you know the. Yeah. The yeah. the emperor is there's no like big city like they want to do it's just in like a forest somewhere with some teddy bears like it feels very like, considering it's the end, it feels very like low stakes. Yeah. The like Dark Knight or... has the, the Dark Knight trilogy. One second that we talked about last week or whenever it was, the they had to recast Rachel.
0: Yeah, didn't really have the same.
1: Yeah, and the the gothic feeling for the first one isn't there in the second and third. So it it doesn't feel like a complete trilogy, whereas this one feels like a complete story.
0: It's High Society New York by the by the second one.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. Just, just Chicago. It's just any yeah. city in America. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But, but
1: what they, were you like, gonna say?
0: Going back to like Revenge of the like I, I suppose like yeah, if you take it from like the sixth the sixth um uh, Star Wars, but if you take Revenge of the Sith, I, I mean it does kind of like fold it all but because i think the first two weren't as solid as revenge of the sith it doesn't make it as good of a trilogy but because exactly yeah films are just so perfect you could stop them at any point thomas couldn't you just really just finish it there (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: that's a a good place to, to kick off i suppose because what was what was your first experience with these movies
0: so I literally on um, video like my parents, but um, well, I think we I found VHS, it in VHS original VHS, no added content, no like extra added scenes. It was literally the first, like one of the first VHS VHS tapes we had, and I just remember it so. I think we still got it, and it was Fellowship of the Ring. Um, and yeah, it was just so. I just loved it since I was a kid, and then then I got the game, and it was this. It wasn't like a. A PS4 game. It was like an interactive, like it was like a Wii game. It was like before its time. It was like motion detecting. You had a sword, and you had to fight like the Urkai in the forest. You had to fight the Balrog. One of the best games I've ever played. Like I've tried to look for it. It's it's incredible. <laughs> like you you hold the sword up to deflect the arrows and shit. And that was like my first. That was when I fell in love with Lord of the Rings. Like watching the VHS <laughs> tapes and then playing the game. It was just.
1: So how how old were you when you when you got into Lord of the Rings?
0: Oh, like I'd say, like seven, six, seven. Like because when I first watched, it, see it, it, it was just slowly progressed. <laughs> it was a little later in life
1: for me because I um, <clears throat> I was like a big comic book fan and a big sci-fi fan, and I loved fantasy. Like I loved fantasy games. I loved fucking fantasy books and shit. But I hadn't really seen a lot of fantasy films. And then the Lord of the Rings I had like a weird kind of perception of because I knew it was, like, a fantasy thing, but, like, I th- my, my parents say we watched it when we were, when I was younger, but I don't remember it. I've got absolutely no recollection of it, but apparently we watched it over the course of a weekend. My family didn't like it, because they just go, oh, it's just three movies of people walking, which it isn't. It absolutely isn't. But that's kind. Of, that was, like, the opinion that was in my family, and then, like, my gran was dating this guy who none of us liked. And he had a couple Lord of the Rings figures. So a lot of it was like, well, I'm not watching Lord of the Rings. That's what that prick likes. <laughs> and then Found when I virus. moved up, I, I, I moved up to Scotland, and a, a friend of mine was, like, a big Lord of the Rings fan. Still is. A huge Lord of the Rings fan. He has, like, all the swords and shit in his wall.
0: He's like a fucking oracle of Lord of the Rings. He's not just yeah, a like he's, he's, like, a fucking doctor. I reckon if there was a doctor in Lord of the Rings, he'd... He like
1: I think you time. can. I think you can get, like, doctorates in Tolkien. Because it's like literature. You can get, like, a doctorate in studying. Oh. I think, like, in some universities, you can just, like, read his texts and become, like, a a doctor I, in Tolkien I, mythology. I don't
0: know why he doesn't. I don't know why he doesn't mention it to him. Say it to,
1: him. I'll have to I'll have to. I'll pass it on. I'll pass it on. But they... Um, <laughs> Because he's like a big Tolkien fan. He's read all the books. He's read The Silmarillion, The Unfinished Tales, all that stuff. And he was like, hey, we should watch them. If you've never seen them, we'll watch them. And he was like, um, I've got the extended editions on DVD. Let's watch those. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. So I thought, you know what? Before I watch the extended editions, um, which are about four hours long, and the original ones are about three hours, I was like, I'll I'll watch the, uh, the theatrical cuts first. <laughs> So I and you know I didn't have them on DVD. This was kind of before streaming was like a big thing, so I was like, you know what, I'll I'll just I'll see if I can find them online somewhere. So I I watched the the first Lord of the Rings film and it's like a good movie. I am really enjoying it, and it gets to the ending of the the upload I found online, and it ends with "You shall be the Fellowship of the Ring." Cause it and the that's it's
0: the perfect finish, right? Like yeah, you the finish the film there.
1: Like, the music swells. It cuts to black, and there's no credits. But I was like, I'll probably cut the credits out because it's a, uh, it's an online have, rip.
0: They even have like an ending like shot of them just sort of like they, they sort of pan away from them or pan into them. I can't remember, but they sort of pan.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. It's like they're, so they're they're so all in frame. They're all stood together. <laughs> it's, it's, an a, it's a it's a good exactly. And I was like, wow, that's a really that's a really complete complete movie. I watched the whole movie there. Perfect. I'm satisfied by that movie. <laughs> Let's move on to the second one. So I started Two Towers. Um, just just straight from <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring to the start of Two Towers. And obviously the start of Two Towers is Gandalf fighting the Balrog. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? They do the you shall not pass bit. And I was like, oh, that's, this must be the film it's from. And then all of a sudden it cuts to... Frodo and Sam, and they're like in the mountains somewhere with fucking on their own, and they have to go find Gollum. And Aragorn, and that is fucking he's off hunting the other hobbits with Gimli and Frodo, not Frodo, Legolas. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but yeah, so everyone's split up Aragorn and the Gimli and Legolas, the little Trinity, they're chasing the hobbits. Frodo and Sam are on their own Boromir's nowhere to be seen I was so fucking confused Gandalf is dead (laughs) just killed off at the start of the opening it seems I was so fucking confused so I I go back to school the next day and I'm like Ewan what what the fuck went on between the first Lord of the Rings and the second (laughs) and he was like what do you mean I was like well how come at the start of Two Towers they're all split up why are they looking for so and so like what happened to Gandalf and he was so confused by what I meant he was just like you just have to read the books dude <laughs> I can't help you.
0: <laughs> and I was like, the best oh, that's... <laughs> answer from any
1: <anyone. laughs> yeah. Tolkien scholar, and I was like, "That's fucking bullshit!" Like I was so pissed off. I was like, "This fucking, it's like half a movie. What the hell's going on?" And then we sat down and we watched the um, the full extended edition of Lord of the Rings, and I realized I had watched half a movie. I'd watched the first half, of the extended edition, not watched the rest of it, and jumped straight to Two Towers. So I was, oh, like, I was beyond uh, confused.
0: You missed, like, you missed the uruk being born. You missed fucking, you missed, the, you missed, Bar- like, basically all of Boromir's whole performance. So it was like, oh, that's a really big actor to bring into um, this movie yeah. for just one scene. That's really odd. Like, and then and I was, the it must have been a studio falling out there.
1: <laughs> and I was, I was so, like, so wildly confused because, like I, said, I, I missed I miss so much, so many, like, little things, but also big things as well. And then um, we went back and we watched them all, and like it got to the end of that one, and I was like, right, two two towers here. You no, know, there's a second disc. And I was like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> and there was so much, and then you looked at me, it was like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, how confused must you have been? And I was like, I, I don't know, man. I was nightmare. Was, I was, you just do the books. I read all the books. Like I
0: didn't know what was
1: happen. <laughs> well, that was the thing. Did you um, have you ever read the Lord of the Rings books?
0: No, because I am the worst reader in the world. Like, I, like books that long, I'm terrible with. It It would take me ages and ages. Like... I have
1: tried. I actually I have two copies of the Lord of the Rings trilogy on my shelf right now. <laughs> I've read neither of them. <laughs> I've, um, I've so, tried yeah. quite a few times. But the opening of Fellowship is just detailing Hobbits. You've read a hundred (laughs) times. Yeah, I I, I open it up and I'm like, come on, just persevere through this chapter. And it's just, here's here's the thing, I don't like big descriptive texts. Books that are almost entirely just description, no dialogue, are very rarely fun to read. Um, I don't like fucking, I I don't like it. And a lot of, go on.
0: I was, like, yeah, like, I, I no, I, I completely agree. But what were you going to say? I, mean, I was know, just going
1: to say that for that that opening part concerning hobbits is just describing hobbits. It's explaining what hobbits are and yeah. all that shit. Which you know, I'd read The Hobbit, so I didn't need to know what hobbits were.
0: Precisely, and I was going to say so. Like even the beginning of The Hobbit, like it is. It is almost the same. Like it's very descriptive, and I remember li- I literally remember the moment and like the place and the time that I was like sitting, reading The Hobbit, and I was like, oh, this okay, is dragging on a bit. And then it started to pick up, and I finished it within like two weeks, and I was like, oh, that was incredible. So I remember mm. like I, I almost wish I had have read Lord of the Rings and not read The Hobbit because reading reading The Hobbit ruined the films for me because the films just were so different. I prefer yeah. The Hobbit, but then, like. I think maybe reading Lord of the Rings, I think I would have enjoyed more. And then watching as well, I would have enjoyed even more. But
1: See, I don't know, because I I think The Hobbit is a lot closer to the book than The Lord Lord of the Rings Rings is. I think that what The Lord of the Rings does is take a bunch of stuff out where The Hobbit adds a bunch of stuff in. And some of the stuff they add in is good, Mm. some of it is bad. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, for the Hobbit, it's give and take. But yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's. It, I think it's.
0: um Where they take out, they all, they put something in. do You know what I mean? So it's like. It's, yeah. It's like which
1: again, next week. Save that anyway, for next yeah, week. Yeah. Juicy, of, juicy content.
0: we got a lot of thoughts. About that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings mostly takes stuff out because Lord of the Rings is so big. Oh yeah. A lot like I mean, stuff like Tom Bombadil, they take out and they give a bunch of his lines to other characters. Um. Yeah. I, I have
0: it makes kind of sense. Like, you, you don't want to, like, introduce too many characters in a film like that. Yeah. And not have really, like, a satisfying end to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean and if he's... It's even a little bit dissatisfying with uh, the, 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 the king that you meet um, with Galadriel. Never seen again. Do you know I mean? It's a little bit... Like, he seems very high and mighty in, like, a, a very big purpose of the story. Is, no, in is, the is,
1: that, is that the guy who dies in the second one?
0: no so that so 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 yeah so i I always got confused about but the captain of the guard that you meet um when they're captured by the elves is the guy that fights at helm's deep but they just both happen to be blonde look a bit similar (laughs) but it's the captain of the guard that captures them and like said oh Oh, right yeah are you you talking about galadriel's husband yeah, Galadriel's husband. I never wanted to use husband because I didn't know if it actually know the was I, husband. They are,
1: and I always exactly. I, I always found it funny because I was like, he is a massive cuck for Gandalf oh, because the yeah, yeah, yeah. the way Galadriel and Gandalf talk to each other, which, funny enough, right? I didn't notice this, but Gandalf and Galadriel have like no scenes together in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because she's
0: yeah, because she's gone. Like you don't see her again, really outside no
1: and he's dead by the time they get to which i again i i had no idea (laughs) when the elves turn up in helms deep in the second one i'd not met those elves yet so i was like where'd they come from
0: (laughs) why did they they come and help but yeah no yeah so so it's the captain of the guard that captures them that helps them at helms deep but then like and he's the one that dies but then the husband you never see again He's portrayed as this no, he, powerful thing you, you do
1: really see, see him again, you see him one more time.
0: At the end?
1: At the very end when they're when they're fucking off to the Anduin oh, lands. Yeah,
0: sorry. And that is also on the only time
1: yeah. that is the only time Gandalf and Galadriel are on screen together. Uh, but they don't talk. They both talk to Bilbo and then she gets on the boat and then he follows. They don't really talk to each other. Yeah. Oh actually, um,
0: talking about Bilbo, a nice little little fun bit of show for the audience at home. My uncle used to go out with Bilbo's daughter. So my, which my Bilbo? Granddad, um, the original Bilbo, not um, original Bilbo. Yeah, yeah, Lord of the Rings Bilbo. Um, my my uncle used to go out with his daughter, and actually has. A, my granddad used to have a picture that she drew in his house. Really bizarre sort of thing. My mum sort of like pointed it out when we watched it. It like, yeah, your uncle had her. <laughs> 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 I not say it in that way. I think she'd kill me if I did say it in
1: that way. But, um... oh, I reckon that, that's probably a, quite a loud laugh. <laughs> Your uncle had her. Your uncle's fucked a hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's but fantastic.
0: Yeah,
1: I yeah, um, love fun bit but... uh, <laughs> You shared a fact, I thought I'd share one, but I didn't have one related yeah. to Lord of the Rings, so there we go. Harry Potter was no, the next best thing. You
0: should have saved it until we do the Harry Potter episode.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll Maybe I'll cut it out. Who knows? I'll cut the fact out, but I'll leave this bit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and then like, you could be like a little bit of suspense through everything, like, you
1: can see yeah. it. Yeah, anyway. it's like um, uh, last week when we did the Batman, <laughs> uh, we forgot to talk about the Batmobile.
0: Yeah, did you, did you so, leave it in as I was like...
1: Yeah, there's a bit where we go, fuck, well, if we've talked about something, if there's something we forgot to miss, we'll we'll just add it in here. There'll be a very obvious cut. And then it cuts to us going, um, speaking of realistic Batman... <laughs> like, it's so, I was like, fuck it, that'll do. <laughs> Upload. Really I like that, I like that. It's good, it's
0: solid.
1: Uh,
0: I was kind of hoping you would, rather than try and, like...
1: Try to feather it in somewhere. I did it, try. Yeah, I like. was trying to go back and, like, find out where we talked about realistic Batman. I thought, like, you know what, I can't be fucked. Just... Just put it here. Fuck um, up, building, building. Yeah. But yeah, so I um, fuck, what were we talking about?
0: A um, lot of the Rings, I think. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's what we're talking about. Um, just like um, characters, like not really like. Ca- oh guards, yes, that
1: having, like, that's what I was going to say. Immersion. Yeah, the captain of the guard in the second one. He um, that that isn't in the box apparently. Oh really? the elves don't turn up it's just it's just the men fighting on their own because the the one of the big points of the story is that the elves are leaving um yeah yeah and they've they've already had their last hurrah which i suppose was the the hobbit stuff shit so, um,
0: the, the, so the captain didn't come back then
1: uh, no the the captain the guy he's not in that scene they added that in uh specifically oh, no. um i think it's because they they probably wanted a more like a, a, make a not a bigger deal but to kind of like tie it into the other stuff and give the yeah. elves something to do i think
0: well i mean literally like I, I, right, two kind of points about this like it's having that as like him coming in it almost it it structures in with like the peter jackson hobbit as well because like hmm. it it's like the elves are sort of like coming back and fighting and like it, it it's a nice sort of parallel to sort of see like you, you see them like very sort of angry and cold in the hobbit but then like you see them coming back. Obviously if if, if he meant it brilliant. I don't think he meant it. But
1: I'd, I'd say <laughs> two oh. different groups of elves.
0: Put It's
1: also it's also two different groups of elves.
0: No, I, no I understand that. I just like I'm saying like elves in general because like
1: but like that's what that's what I mean like I think the elves in Mirkwood in the hobbit mm-hmm. are meant to be a lot moodier than the elves in Lorien line. Lothl, oh, if it's called. Yeah,
0: and again, I'm, I'm not fighting that point. I'm just saying that like the elves in general are meant to be seen as more keeping them to themselves, which is what... Yeah, true, like, true. Which is, yeah. And I mean, like I, I think if that is a parallel that he tried to do, it's very clever. If not, I don't really think he tried. Uh, no, no, I, don't I think... don't think he tried that, but I, I, I think it is a nice parallel that ended up somehow slotting into place. Um,
1: um But yeah, so I... Which out of the three is your favorite
0: return of the king by far i mean the, the score um like the scenes like the scenes in that genuinely make me tear up and like i i don't tear up at films a great deal but like mm. the, the two there's two scenes in that film that will make me tear up consistently um and it's when aragon turns around and says for frodo and like there's like oh, silence yeah. and he has to fight the urge in between and like Gandalf shows him the sort of the... the um Is it the armour or is the cloak or whatever? Like, to show, like, oh, it's the... Do it for the hobbits. And he's like Oh, oh it's Frodo. the Mithril. Yeah, it's the Mithril. I thought it was, but I, I couldn't remember if... um No, it, it can't be the Mithril, because the Mithril, um the orcs had in the tower with Frodo. Um,
1: yeah, but then they, they go speak to the the, the oh, mouth yes, of Sauron. Some, yeah, you have And family. then they bring it out to taunt but them, yeah, like, ah, anyway. oh, look.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. um And then it's the and when Sam says I can't carry it for you Frodo but I'll carry you and like does the swell and everything just it makes me tear up every time and just why is my favourite trilogy because that ending like oh, Hmm.
1: yeah it's it's... see I'm the same Uh, Return of the King is my favourite however um, the bits that make me tear up not the for Frodo bit partly part of me always gets annoyed by that scene because it's like Sam's there as well. Like, come on. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I know. But and, like, really Sam does a horror. lot. Sam does so much in that trilogy, but all the credit goes to Frodo, and it always annoys me. To be fair, um, you know,
0: like, if you take it from a point of view of Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, they don't know what Sam's done. Sam, Sam's been, like, carrying everything, but they don't know shit. Like, yeah, yeah, they think they know. frodo Frodo's took. Like... Yeah,
1: because Aragorn was like, right, well, you're going to go and I'll make sure you go on your own. But they're like, well, Sam, he might have just taken off. He might have just been like, I'm out, guys, <laughs> fuck you.
0: He's sitting in the fucking shower smoking the fucking pipe weed. Well, like well,
1: actually, yeah. no, they'd know Sam's with them because Sam and Frodo... Oh, no, I suppose Merry and Pippin only saw Frodo leave. They didn't see Sam. No one knows what happened to Sam. They just think he's well, a cunt.
0: Literally, up until, up until when they get to Um Asgillia... And then, um, obviously, because uh, what's his name, Faramir has met them and he says, Oh, there was two hobbits. And then they say, Oh, Sam and Frodo. And then that's like, that, like that's, that's so the... far away. That's so yeah. long into the future. Like... But, like, even,
1: I, I don't know, it always bother me that they never seem to give Sam any credit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also, I, I get what they're going for, but that bit at the end, it does make me emotional when he's like, You bow to no one. Yeah. I always get emotional at that bit, but then there's also a part of me that goes, Merry and Pippin didn't do as much as the other two. <laughs> like, they, I know they're all hobbits, but do the other two really deserve the accolades that I mean, the others fair, got?
0: To be fair, right, I know, okay, they didn't chuck the ring in and they didn't do all the fucking Hollywood shit, but they did defeat Simon with... They, they convinced the um, the trees into defeating
1: That's what, true, up, Simon, that's which, true, I mean, but really, it was Wormtail... It was Wormtail who took Saruman out. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, okay, and he got he got the final blow. That's it. Like he, he stole the XP, but uh...
1: <laughs> What happened to Wormtail? uh Wormtongue? I was gonna say Wormtail, that's fucking Harry Potter. What happened to Wormtongue? Did he die? Did Saruman kill him?
0: I think in the books he's think in the books he survives, but I think um I can't remember. I can't remember actually.
1: I can't remember. I've seen these films so many times, I always forget what happens to Wormtongue.
0: Right, pause. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you can probably keep this in because it's like. <laughs> Not the type in. <laughs> Not the oh, oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually remember the scene now. Um, Legolas fired an Arrow at
1: him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was it, yeah.
0: Apparently, um, it wasn't meant to kill him, but it was just meant to prevent him from killing Saruman, but it was too late and then he died of his wounds. <laughs> the fucking
1: leglass is a prick. Yeah. He, he he's done that a couple of times throughout the trilogy, hasn't he? There's yep. um there's that bit where Gimli knocks his bow and that one <laughs> in shot kills Peter Jackson.
0: Is that Peter Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a
1: cameo in all six of the movies, I think.
0: Oh really?
1: But some of them are only in the extended cuts.
0: Um, okay.
1: Well, but he cameos imagine... in the Hobbit as well.
0: I can imagine him being in Dale, um,
1: in yeah like, with the, the carrot the
0: bar scenes yeah, yeah
1: yeah something like that yeah but no <laughs> it's um uh i i i my favorite scene just because it's kind of like the culmination of an arc yeah. is um is the bit where aragon gets given the sword
0: oh in the tent oh.
1: yeah oh. and he like pulls the sword. i think it, it plays out slightly differently in the um in the books, I think in the books he carries yeah. the shards of Narsil with him throughout the entire, and then at the end he gets them reforged. Um, yeah. But they make it more of a moment where they have that. And I don't think this is how it works. I, I don't know. I'm not a blacksmith, so I can't say. But they just put two hot bits of metal yeah. together. They just and sort of place it. them next to each other. <laughs> they bang them together. Good <laughs> as you. <laughs>
0: The only thing that makes it better in my head is I just say, oh, it's Elven magic. That's it. Yeah. Magic.
1: Really, what they do is they take all those bits of metal, they would melt them all down into a new blade, They wouldn't just yeah. bang two bits
0: together. <laughs> yeah, really, and you see the swords sort of bend out of place. But, like, see, to, to be fair, though, even with, like, Aragorn, like, apparently in the books, again, I haven't read them, but, like, I remember reading somewhere, like, his intentions in the book were very much, like, I want to be king. Like, I, I do want to be king. Yeah, don't they gave him more of an arc. I want to be king. But in this, he's like, oh, I don't want to be king. I just want to be, I just want to save the save the Middle Earth. But then, like,
1: come on. I, th- I yeah. like that better because they sort yeah. of, because what they do is they tie the events that kick this all off, this big fucking story, really, yeah. is the prologue from Fellowship of the Ring. Uh-huh. Where, um, what's his name?
0: Isildur.
1: Isildur, there we go. Uh, where Isildur is corrupted by the ring almost immediately. Like, they yeah. climb all the way up to the mountain. He gets to the edge. To, if I was Elrond, I'd push him in and be like, he slipped. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> walked fucking, literally,
0: it's probably like a fucking six-hour climb and he just went, eh, nah.
1: Actually, actually, I'm good. I know, I know we just <laughs> got here, but actually, mate, I'm keeping it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so... That weakness um, is what kicks off this yeah, whole yeah. fucking war. And Aragorn throughout the trilogy is like, I'm descended of him. I have his blood. I could have his weakness as well. You can and... see the doubt
0: in Fellowship when he's round the, around the table. Yeah. When he's in the um, Rivendell. But...
1: Exactly. And I think I think the reason why I get so annoyed at Frodo is because he does sort of take a back seat, but to the point where like, in the second film when they cut to Frodo, I'm like enough of this B-plot, let's get back to Aragon. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of... It's like a lot of Frodo just getting stabbed and moaning and whinging all the whole time. you want to
0: see the fucking trio kill some folk and run up hills. <laughs> yeah, like that. exactly. That one, of the, one of the best sequences is that, like, when they're just running across country for fucking hours and hours and hours on end, just not in stop. Oh, Yeah, great. it's
1: the fact that apparently... Because they imply that's how they've been tracking them, is they've just been... No one has any horses. The Orcs don't have horses. The fucking <laughs> the trio don't have horses. It's all just on foot across New Zealand. <laughs> That's how they've been chasing each other.
0: It's fucking ridiculous.
1: <laughs> but uh, but Is yeah, I, actually... the Sorry. fact that they give him that arc makes certain things have more relevance. So when he goes to um, when he goes to Rohan and they save Theoden and they go and they they have those debates about Helm's Deep. You can see the leadership qualities in Aragorn coming out, but they're getting clashed by Théoden, who's older, yeah. maybe a bit more afraid. You know, he's been cursed for however long. So I I like that the, the arc they gave him isn't out of place. It fits with the story that's presented, um, rather than him just being the whole time. I'm going to be king by the end. It's yeah. <laughs> basically yeah, him yeah. an I'm, actual arc. What I
0: want, this sort of thing. Yeah, and like I think like the difference between Théoden and Aragorn's like leadership is one, obviously Aragorn is like, more courageous leader, but then like third, is it's like a political. Like he he's had to live through years of like political relationships between Gondor and like Men of the East and all shit like that. And he's had to live through like proper like oh we we can't fight these or we can't fight them or we've got to, like play by ear, play by toe. But like Aragorn's just like we gotta kill the bad guys. Like we gotta attack, <laughs> <Yeah>. the... <laughs> got attack the Orcs. Do you know what I mean like?
1: Could you uh turn your microphone up a bit more? Uh oh. Oh, it's at full, mate. I could like sit closer to it. Yeah,
0: that, that's that's. Is perfect. that
1: better? Yeah, that's
0: that perfect. That bit closer.
1: I I mean. Is that better? A bit further away.
0: You can. I'm, I will. I will <laughs> put my cock in your mouth <laughs> and
1: cut. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how I'm going to open the podcast. <laughs> oh
0: please, please I'll
1: please. have that that clip and then welcome to the Cambridge podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Please, please,
1: dude. I actually will. <laughs> please, please. Oh, um, that's incredible. Um,
0: like, so, like, I was gonna say, like, so, sort of moving on from that, sort of, like, because obviously we spoke a little bit about like location and stuff like that. What hmm. do you think, like, filming on location in New Zealand meant and like changed about ba- and made so good about Lord of the Rings?
1: I mean, I th- it. it Do you mind clicking?
0: I'm not
1: clicking. I heard you. I fucking heard you. (laughs) It's so loud, my fucking neighbours will have heard you. (laughs) It's the loudest thing ever. I apologize.
0: I apologize. I apologize. Um,
1: I'll stop. I think the fact that they chose to film on location in New Zealand basically is like one of the. I mean, there's a lot of key factors to this film working, but that is such a vital part. There's so many scenes in that where they are just in a field, but the fact they chose New Zealand that has all these open landscapes, it feels like a medieval world because they just stood in a grassy field, but for miles, you can see real hills and real mountains. So you feel like you're in a fantasy world where like a lot of fantasy TV shows and other fantasy movies will just have it be a forest. Yeah. And they just run around the same forest with the same looking trees, whereas this... They give I mean, certain yeah. locations a specific texture, a specific look. Rivendell looks uh, oh my God. completely different to Rohan,
0: and that was done by models as well. Like I mean, the, like they could fine tune that by having such a really strong wetter workshop, like that would make the models. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, because we we started but never finished. We will mm-hmm. one day. We started watching the appendices together, and yeah. like I said, we never finished it, but. They were talking about the models they were using in Fellowship of the Ring. Oh my god! And my—it's one of my favorite details. The two. I know what you're gonna say? Yeah, yeah, because it's so fucking cool. The two I, I statues. Out every single time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm the same. Um, but the the two statues that kind of they mark the end of one kingdom and the start yeah. of another. And I can't remember the specific law, um, but I think it, I think it's like it marks the, the start. Fellowship. It's in the film. Yeah. Do they state what they're for, yeah?
0: Mm, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure they've... they've I said. think it's something to like mark the, gate, the kingdom the of men of, or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's the gates of um, some nation. I can't remember the name. Of it.
1: But the way they've, they've built these statues into the landscape, the models they used, what they did was they had so that the first top half is carved into the mountain. Yeah. But then obviously the second half, as it gets past the mountain, has to be made from... Uh, from bricks, so they make it look like when it gets to a certain point, they start using bricks to build the statue. And use then, bricks by the way, not like yeah, like, little fucking, like, the, like the kind the of ones they'd use for the pyramids.
0: Pyramids, yeah, pyramids, yeah.
1: But obviously, they thought, well, where they need to get those rocks from somewhere. So next to the statue, you can actually see they've made these quarries. <laughs> Where the stone would have been cut out of the mountain and transported over to the statue. And those little details... No one stands there and goes, look, that's where they got the rocks from. You know, it's not in the movie. It's it's not, like, addressed in the movie. But it's there.
0: It was so smart. It was just, yeah.
1: And it's such a little detail that I'd never picked up on that while watching the movie. But the fact they added that in it's one of those little background details that makes it feel real. So when they pass the statues, you go, yes, those statues exist. They're a real landmark (laughs) that exists in that world. And they just sail past them. And it's little details like that make, like, go such a long way. I don't think those details really exist in The Hobbit.
0: Yeah. No, And, and I think, like, I mean, there's always that, like, classic story that I think most people have heard of now about, like, Ian McKellen as well. Like, he, like, he, like, you could really feel like obviously because he's done all of them Mm. like and he was saying that you can really you could really feel the difference on the hobbit set because like rather than being surrounded by everybody and out in the nature actually feeling like you were part of the atmosphere you were just in a green room with nothing and he like he actually broke down crying on the set and stomped off and said i'm not going to be doing this again he ended up doing it again but he was just sort of struck because it's such a different way of filming
1: because he does, because like for a lot, they sort of those scenes are kind of like were a forced necessity in the Hobbit, yeah. and we'll talk about those specifics next week. But the the reason why they were so they were, it was so different on the Hobbit is because in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, everything was done as practical as possible. So even the size difference between the hobbits and the um, the the taller folk, yeah. they were done with like forced perspective. Or Trinches. they would build sets that were slightly mm. smaller and stuff like that. Exactly. So they well, they and they'd have um, like for like the establishing shots. They had dwarves play the 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 to oh scale versions God. of the hobbits, mm. and then um, they'd uh, use Elijah in that for like, close ups and
0: yeah.
1: other shots. So I it mean, was it was much more practical. Whereas, you know, we get to The Hobbit and it's just, we're going to CGI them in and all that shit.
0: Yeah. They even built big, like, stilt suit people. Like, they were, like, like extremities were like, paper mache. Like, oh, yeah. The, the scenes in the bar in Bree. Um, yeah. No, Dale. Dale. No, France Dale. Yeah, no, it's...
1: Um, um, No, it's... I think it's... It is Bree because Dale Brie. is yeah. the one near Erebor.
0: Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, in Bree... I spoke earlier then, but anyway, Brie. <laughs> but like... I, th- I
1: think he, I think he is in Dale. So I don't, I don't think I think you accidentally got the right answer. I think. It, I
0: forgot. Like what I in the about
1: Hobbit, about. I think he has a cameo in Dale.
0: Oh right, okay. I I was meaning like I thought he'd be in Brie, but anyway,
1: he like... is in Brie. Yeah,
0: like... <laughs> he might
1: be in both. He might be in neither. Who knows? <laughs>
0: anyway, but like, but yeah, like they even like in that scene in Brie, like when you see like. Elijah Wood acting like they've literally just got big mannequins walking beside him and it's somebody in a big suit that is like double the size of like a, it's like an 8 foot human and it's ridiculous and like they have it sort of like so when you actually see you can see that it's, it doesn't look like a real person walking but it's just enough to like pass as like sleight of hand do you know
1: what I mean? Yeah and I, like a lot of the um, a lot of the stuff in The Lord of the Rings was sleight of hand it was because there is like CGI and yeah you know the Gollum was one of the I think it was like the second or third fully CGI character in film, and yeah. the thing they were trying to beat at the time was Jar Jar Binks, and I think they did a pretty good <laughs> job at that.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, and like it's the the 4K remaster seems to have like tightened that effect up a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, but I think the the combination of the models and the shooting on location in new zealand and like filming other landscapes and stuff yeah. i think all of that really made the trilogy feel realistic and they put a lot of effort into like building real props and like i was yeah. i was listening to a podcast about this the other day actually apparently inside theoden's armor is like runes that are like carved in that would have been like runes of the the person who forged the armor
0: so and that, st- like...
1: that stuff will never be on screen, but they did it because it makes it feel real. So the actor who plays Theoden yeah. was saying, like, when you put the armor on, because it has those little details, you feel yeah. it kind of helps you get immersed in that character and make everything feel real yeah. and legitimate. And that's a, there's such a tangibility to this franchise mm-hmm. that's consistent all the way through.
0: But see, what I think also really helped that was, like, because they were on set, I think their the relationships were built, a lot better, like, obviously, I mean, obviously, oh my god, like, if you listen, if you, like, watch The Offenses, like we did, like, you, like, the stories that you hear come out of it, like, fucking, um, Sheen Bean having to climb the mountain every day, because he's scared of the helicopter, or like, Sam (laughs) cutting his foot, or like, um, Pippin getting fucking, uh, like, I think he got a splinter or something, but like, there's so many, like, little stories where like, because they were on set together, they bonded consistently, and, but like, all the English, all the English actors, basically came over in the same plane. Like fucking Mm. Orlando Bloom, uh, Pippin and Mary all came over in the same fucking plane on the same airport and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's really, yeah, it it feels like a lot more, the relationships were built there and you can see that on the screen.
1: And I find that interesting because they clearly had a bond as like the whole group. Yeah. But I find that fascinating because for two of the three movies, they're not all together. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that, that connection, I imagine like if they they would have used similar locations in sets and they would have been around each other a lot. But the fact that like that bond is so even now, they're still all friends, they still talk to each other, they're all still in contact with each other. And like yeah. that's something that again, we're bring up the Hobbit. It's <laughs> not there in the in the in the prequels in, in the Hobbit trilogy. Yeah. Um,
0: See, I I think one of the issues with that though, right? Personally, I think that the actors all the actors that are used were too well established. Like the actors, when they used in Lord of the Rings, they were all like very sort of low, they weren't the biggest at the game yet. Like, obviously, you like if you looked at obviously The Hobbit, you've got Richard Armitage, you've got fucking Martin Freeman, you've got fucking uh, Christopher Lee, you've got all of them. And I know that obviously Christopher Lee and um. Ian McKellen were obviously bigger when they were doing Lord of the Rings, but they Mm. basically they got a lot more fame because of Lord of the Rings. So like almost felt like it built like all their careers together. I mean, especially like Orlando Bloom as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I also what's good about the Lord of the Rings is the fact that when you watch it, there isn't even like the reason why I love the extended editions is because it doesn't feel like, oh, it's a longer cut, but you could cut that scene, you could cut that scene. All the extra stuff just adds character. They didn't even add everything, because I wish they'd do an, an even longer cut, an extended, extended cut, yeah. just of yeah. the two towers, because I want to see the scene where, um oh, what's his, uh, what's his elf partner's name, Aragorn? What's her name? Arwen. Is it Arwen? Arwen, yeah. Because I couldn't remember if that was the name of the one from Rohan.
0: No,
1: that's Eowyn. Ah, oh, see, they're very similar.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've got Eowyn and a, a cousin or brother, Eomir. <laughs> and then you've got and then Arwen. You've got and... Arwen. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but Arwen was supposed to—well, they—they filmed her fighting in Helm's Deep. Oh, really? And she was yeah. going to come along with the other elves. And I think it was because they—they they felt like in the first one they made her like a woman of action, where she like stands down the fucking the Nazgul. Yeah. yeah. But then for two and three, she's not doing any fighting. She's kind of, like, slowly dying because of vague ring sickness or whatever. Um, I think a lot of that was added in. The, I don't think any of that's in the books or whatever. But they were like, right, we'll, we'll give her, like, another action beat. And then I guess they thought, well, it doesn't really work. Because maybe they were like, well, if she's fought here and she stayed with them, wouldn't she just stay here, stand her ground, and then go off with them and do whatever? Like, yeah. would she really willingly leave to just go wait for him? I guess, like, story-wise, it didn't make sense. But I'd love to see that scene. Because there's, like, there's footage of them filming it. And I think there's stills of her, like, on the wall fighting. But there's no footage of the actual stuff being released. I
0: haven't even seen... No, I haven't even seen any of it. I'll need to Google it when, I, when we get off the call. But... <laughs> it's,
1: um, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, so, like, the fact that, like, the extended editions don't feel like they're wasting any space. A lot of it is character stuff. A lot of it is like... Like, for example, um, Saruman's death is in the extended edition.
0: Yeah. Which I, I is I fucking stupid. Sure should, have, should have been <laughs> in the original.
1: Like, it, it absolutely should have been. And, like, the scene works without him because I think they add a line in where someone goes, Saruman's staying in his tower. He's He's, he's not coming out for a while, but at least we know where he is like it's something like that where they're like he's he's out the picture he's in there he's staying in there um,
0: he fell off the fucking edge and got spiked
1: <laughs> exactly um but yes yeah, so, and then like it, it they sort of very clumsily find the uh that ball i forget the name the, the crystal oh, ball thing um Whatever it is, the the crystal ball. Remember for next week. Uh, that's just like floating in the water, um, yeah. which yeah. doesn't it's make sense because not
0: floating because it's, not floating cause
1: it's a big stone. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like at the bottom. <laughs> but <laughs> the only the only reason it's out there in the first place is because Saruman dropped it in the water when he died.
0: Yeah, but does that mean he was just carrying it? Like he just well because he it. he takes
1: it out to oh, Aragorn, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: does.
1: And then right. he he dies and he drops it in the water. So, but in the in the theatrical cut, it's just in the water for some reason, It's <laughs> just floating about. Doesn't make sense. But yeah, so like the extent of the ad scenes and like it feels like they are long, and we know how long they are, don't we, Louis?
0: Oh, we know how long all of them are. We, we've binged them. Which means, which means <laughs> we've one point we've we're binged have to them. Watch the series, The Hobbit, and then The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, <you> know <laughs> yeah. And I think that is only fair. So that would be what six hours, because it's six hour, one one hour episodes. Maybe a six part series. I don't know.
1: I think it's it might it might even be longer. It might be eight episodes. So that would be like six to eight hours, plus, to plus, eight hours, hours. hours. <laughs> plus another no. twelve hours.
0: Uh, no, because the um the Hobbit alone is what is it not four hours each? Well, yeah, uh, the Lord of the Rings is four hours each, so it would be twelve hours each plus the Hobbit, which is
1: what, nine hours each? So, yeah, because um, yeah, I think The Hobbit is three hours each extended, so that's nine. <laughs> Lord lot of the Rings is 12 hours altogether because it's four hours each, and then eight hours. So it'll be eight plus nine plus 12. So you got fucking 29 hours. Oh my God. That's doable. Because we, we've binge-watched these movies three times together. We did it once <laughs> where it was just we did the extended for Lord of the Rings then we did it when we it was the theatrical for Lord of the Rings and then we did it for a birthday of mine where we watched the extended editions of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings all in one day which
0: was tough
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was very tough I think there there was about what a group of like 12 maybe maybe 15 of us or something people like came in and out but I think at the peak there was about 15 of us and by the end of it, at the end, because we did it in chronological order, at Didn't the end of Return of the King, I think there was five of us left awake. But yeah, so we've we've watched this quite a few times, and I think it's um, the fact that like you know we've gone through it like three, four times. I've done it fucking loads. The fact that it's still enjoyable to watch all together in one shows how fucking like entertaining and vital a lot of those extended scenes are. Because it's like it's not like. For example, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's a great film, and I love that version of the film, but there's a bunch of scenes in that that I don't really think you need. I can't pick scenes out in the extended editions of these that you don't need because they all feel vital to a character, or they're either just a fun scene to watch or they build on the plot a bit better or person's character arc or whatever. Like, they all feel so vital. So the fact they got cut down in any case is kind of weird to me, to be honest. Do you think when they release this Amazon series, they'll release an extended cut of each episode?
0: (laughs) I'd be very surprised. I mean, it'd be nice if they did, but I'd I'd probably they will. (laughs) Because
1: it's... um, I feel like the extended editions of The Hobbit were only done because they'd done extended editions of The Lord of the Rings. And they filmed extra scenes just so they could cut them out and then put them in for the extended edition.
0: Oh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like The Hobbit was like... Films are different. I, I, I 100% think The Hobbit would have, like... They had a certain time they could get to, so they genuinely had extended. I, I doubt if they did it purely for <laughs> extended. So.
1: True, but there's, there's that weird, like, car chase scene in the third Hobbit film that I'm like... Meh. Did you did you put that in just so you could have an extended edition? I don't uh, know. I
0: mean, I, I guess, like, you don't see, like, an overly great deal of all of them fighting together. So I guess, like, they might have had hopes that they'd, they'd show more of that and then also show, like, how they escaped, like, with all the ox chasing them, do <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? I think we'd have to, we'd have to oh. sit down the executives and be like, right, guys, <laughs> did you do these extended editions just for the DVD sales? Mm, like, come on. Yeah. Was it for the DVD? <laughs> but, uh, but no. Who, um, who's your favourite character out of the trilogy?
0: I don't know. I think it... I've got, like, three main... I, I, I 100% say Gimli, Gandalf, or Sam are, are definitely my favourites. But I don't know. It's, it... Yeah. It's too hard of a question. I, I'd probably, like... I like them each for different reasons. Like, but I'd probably have to say Gandalf. I think
1: it's my, my, my favourite. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd bring him into uh, into the Amazon series. But the fact they've recast Elrond and Galadriel, I don't think they will.
0: Well, I mean, they might recast. Have they not recast Gandalf? Is he not That's what I'm
1: saying. I was hoping they'd bring Ian McKellen in. Oh, oh. But the fact they've recast the other two, they might recast Gandalf. Or they yeah. might just not have him in at all. Who knows?
0: Because it wouldn't really make sense to have, like, a, a younger Gandalf Hebrew because, obviously, he's meant to be some, like... Yeah, he's, he's basically, like, a... Not a god, but, like, an angel, really, so, like... It make and he's, sense like, old the young. whole time, isn't he? Yeah, he's meant to be, like... It's the same as Starman. They're not meant to be, like, ageing beings. Like, they are that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they are that, I'm not even, say, like, that. I'm not even sure what, what time period they arrive on Middle-earth in. Like, um...
0: Uh, it's very early. Like, it's, like, yeah, I think it's prior
1: to the, the War of the Rings. Yeah, that's what I thought, because I, I I've asked Robert. a guy we know, I'll say that, I'll say that, I've asked <laughs> a guy we know about um, Lord of the Rings, and I've asked uh, another friend of ours, because like, we know two kind of Lord of the Rings experts, and they've both given me different answers. So I, I, oh. I feel it's one of those, I think because like, Tolkien wrote a bunch of notes, um, he... uh because he's changed his mind about stuff. It's like the Blue Wizards. There's two different versions of their fate in Tolkien's notes. One is they yeah. go to the East and get corrupted by Sauron, and another is they stay good and they defeat a bunch of stuff to the East and all that shit. Um, but yeah, I, I... I I, I don't know when Gandalf arrived. but I suppose they could just say whenever and just have him in the show if they really wanted to. But then because E. McKellen is so good at playing Gandalf, I don't think anyone would ever accept another actor playing him
0: yeah, I mean I, I, uh, yeah, I mean I think there's a few younger actors that could play, but then again, you'd need to you couldn't have another older actor play him, but
1: <laughs> they should get Jude Law
0: well, yeah, I mean that's be, be fucking incredible, but then would
1: be like... <laughs> he's played young Dumbledore and young Gandalf <laughs>
0: I, to be fair, like, I, I I think he's a genuinely solid choice if there was to be, like, put a beard on him.
1: Like. <clears throat> it's just because he, he's got such a, a kindly attitude to him that you could see him being a wizard. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd pick, um if you had a recast Saruman. well, you have to because Christopher Lee's dead, um, I'd pick Charles Dance. So,
0: Charles Dance.
1: He man. played, did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. He played Tywin in Game of Thrones. He, oh, he was the, the general guy in oh, King yes, of the I Monsters. Know
0: him. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah, I,
1: know him. Mm-hmm. I think he could do a good Saruman.
0: I reckon he could. Um, He's got though, that kind of hooked
1: nose look about him as well.
0: <laughs> creepy old wizard man, I think. Like <laughs> creepy old
1: wizard man, but... I think he could probably play Gandalf as well, really, if he smiled a bit.
0: I've, I've actually got a picture of him smiling right now. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> he's creepy, nah. Man. i think tell you, like, he's fucking built. Like, Is he? Really weird thing. Yeah, like, there's a picture of him, like, topless at the beach, man. For an old guy? Fucking good for his age. <laughs> Wifely. Maybe nice. there's just
1: the same way Beats an to death with his bare hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, put it, down, put it down the staff, let's fight with men.
1: <laughs> Takes off his robe, but he's just got like a tank top and a tattoo that says mum in a love heart or something. <laughs> his, um... oh. I'm
0: trying to see, his, his girlfriend's fucking young, by the way, man. Like...
1: I mean, he's rich and famous, of course he's going to have a young girlfriend.
0: <laughs> is he Shakespearean actor? Like, is he a stage actor? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think he's part of the Royal Shakespeare Company. I think that's, that's how age. he got it. He's a British actor. He's That's probably how he got his start. <laughs> Most British actors who are posh get their start in a Shakespeare company.
0: His girlfriend's 53, man. She looks fucking brilliant for age. Sorry, this Fuck is no. like such a fucking... This is, this is such, such a, a tangent. Such a is... But yeah, like he's 73, she's 53, man. And she looks fucking incredible. And he's balding. Fucking... <laughs> <man.
1: laughs> yeah, but he's also rich and successful. All
0: right. Massive.
1: That that if you're rich and successful, you don't need to be attractive. That's, <laughs> That's a very good
0: point. That would be on my fucking sleigh. Like. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, um, I th- I think my least favorite of the trilogy, if I had to pick one, is probably the second one.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. It's like it depends because i think the first one's quite slow like action wise but i think it builds so much that it's like it's brilliant but then yeah because i i think meander it's a bit like there's a lot of action and there's a lot of like very cool scenes but it's hmm. it definitely feels like a bit of a filler in some points to the big final
1: i think what saves the first one for me is the is the screenplay like the dialogue because there's so many really yeah. good written scenes where characters meet each other for the first time like the first meeting of Aragorn or the first meeting of Baymare, like the council scenes all of those bits of dialogue are written so well and then you also have like really suspenseful scenes like when they go to the Mines of Moria and all that stuff Um, so I like the first one the second one however I always get a little bored with the second one just because all the stuff with Faramir I get really bored by
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think like, it could kind have of made his character a bit more... I just kind of feel bad for him constantly, and it kind of brings down the mood of the film. Do you know what I mean? Same. <laughs> but then
1: it feels like for so long, they're just wandering around Osgiliath for ages. And then they get attacked right at the end. I, I do like the the speech that Sam gives. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, and it just... It feels like... Because all the stuff around Rohan is so cool. And you know and the, the, they're tracking the hobbits and they're trying to find them and then you know they they have all the stuff with isengard and the, the fight on isengard you've got helms deep all that shit's really cool and you just got you know frodo and sam who were just like wandering around us being i don't know abused by gondorians <laughs> or whatever like i, I don't know just that stuff always kind of i was like oh it's frodo and sam no, like yeah, i don't know, I know.
0: I was, I was very bored with their storyline by that point. I mean, like, yeah, I was just, I, I just don't, I like the, the Trinity stuff so much. They just, it, it does get a bit boring when you sort of, because, like, I think that's why people give it such a bad rap, oh, it's just a walk in film. It's because, yeah, Sam and Frodo's part kind of is just a walk in film. There's a lot of, like, hmm. emotional trauma for them and sort of, like, heroic mental turmoil that they've got to face, but, like, it is basically just fucking. Walking, <laughs> following some <laughs> little creepy dude yeah.
1: with four legs. So. The, their bit definitely because like yeah. the the stuff. I mean, even um, even Aragon, they have to walk to Helm's Deep. That's why they added <laughs> that bit with the wogs, whatever they're called, the the yeah. wolves that attack them. Yeah. That scene gets added; that was added in. That's not in the box because
0: <laughs> they got their safe and sound.
1: But, yeah, <laughs> and and that's why you know Aragon almost dying means nothing. Like he falls off his horse. And then he floats down a river, gets back on his horse, he rides to um, Helm's Deep, and then it's fine. Like there's, there's, like, people are like, oh, my God, what if Aragorn's dead? And then the next scene he's back, and it's like, oh, well, thank God he's not dead. And that's it, they move on.
0: Yeah, I, I get why they've done that, though, to bring sort of, like, to actually, like, show a bit of, like, risk and reward. Do you know what I mean? Like, hmm. to actually show there's some... Um... Because, like, I guess for books it'll work, but, like, on screen it's... If, yeah, you if, need, if good you need that drama winning, and conflict. You need, like... It, people aren't going to watch it. People aren't going to care. But having oh. that suspense is good.
1: <laughs> so, if you were... If you were going to add anything into the show, because we talked before about how, like, they're so tightly packed together. Um, you know, do you think... Um, if if someone came to you like, right, you get to add another thing to these movies or take something out and then it, it it can never be changed again. This is the last change you can make. What would you change?
0: I think I think I'd probably put a bit of I know I know obviously it's set in the but I'd put a bit more emphasis and like scenes on the surrounding terrains. Like not terrains, but like the surrounding like nations. So like obviously like, the northern, like, where the dwarves are and stuff like that, like, the the Mm. cold north and the fucking, the east, with the people, I'd put more emphasis on them locations. Do you know what I mean? So I see, like, because I think when you watch it, you do kind of feel like, oh, this is just it. But then when you actually, like, look at the map, it's very much, like, there's so much out there still. Like, this is only one place that is, like, a foothold to then Sauron taking everything else. So I think, like, maybe having a bit more conflict in the north, the east... I think it would be a bit... I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd add that, definitely.
1: But. Yeah, that's true, because there is... There's that bit where they're like, he's got Corsairs from the south, he's got olifants from the east, and it's like, how? Yeah. Where'd those people come from?
0: <laughs> what, how, like, who got in conversation with them to then <laughs> yeah. do that? It was like, did the Orcs go over, did the fucking Saruman take a little holiday down there? Like,
1: Were they allied from the beginning? Is this a recent alliance? And if they're also humans, why are they... So fixated on helping Sauron who hates humans or whatever. Like, they, yeah. they, I, I think they could have added. It'd be nice to have like a little council meeting, you know, like the, like <laughs> yeah. the you know, how you have the White Council in um, mm. the Hobbit, have like I don't know the Dark Council in.
0: Yeah,
1: you couldn't call it the That'd Black be... Council. <laughs> the black but you could, you could <laughs> have like the leaders of each territory, and it's Saruman being like, "Hey, if you join, us, we'll." give you this and then it's like okay we'll join you a scene like that to establish where those guys come from because you always find it weird that there was like oh all of a sudden there's other humans involved in this conflict when up until this one it's just been orcs
0: i guess they they tried to explain it with um the scene surrounding like rohiram when obviously like with well like surrounding like rohan and stuff where they um where the village is attacked and it's attacked by like other villages and like you see them sort of like the war oh, yeah. tribe nations but I guess like yeah that, that, that is a moderate explanation but it's not enough to show the connection between these completely different races from yourself not races but completely different like nations I mean like yeah fair enough mm. you went into a few towns where where like Grima Wormtongue could have feasibly started the fucking um, started the corruption but then if you went across seas and different fucking nations how did that happen where did that start like
1: but. which I think is why um, at one point in the because I imagine it's probably explained in the appendices but oh. but fuck that you know <laughs> but lot, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's probably why the blue wizards at one point were supposed to have um, been corrupted by Sauron and yeah, then yeah. they're the reason the east joined Sauron is through them like he gets to them and then the wizards gather everyone up to like join him I think what I'd like to have added um is cuz i think my issue not my issue cuz i do like it but i think something that always had a bit of disconnect to me in the series was the fact that sauron isn't isn't really a tangible threat yeah
0: yeah
1: cuz he's just the tower and he has extensions of himself that are a threat but he himself has no physical threat has no physical presence and i, I think it's it's most glaring when you get to the third one cuz you have that final fight they're fighting all the orcs but there's no Saruman who was kind of like the voice of Sauron at this point and he's just gone he's either if you watch the theatrical cut he's locked in a tower the extended he's killed and then you have like the witch king but he feels a very separate entity and a specific nemesis for like Eowyn and and the hobbit and shit like he doesn't feel like he's he's Sauron's Representative or anything? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's almost like if they had had a plan to defeat him, yeah, it would have made sense. But because it was like they met in open battle and they just defeated him within the first, it's a bit odd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they catch him on a technicality, don't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, which is mean, like...
1: <laughs> but I think what I'd have liked to add, it was something they they talked about doing, and then they 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 <laughs> decided against it. Was. Uh, Aragorn was going to fight a version of Sauron, mm. and there's there's a scene where uh, there's like a blinding light, which I think actually comes. I think in the in the versions you see, it's like the the light of the, I think it's like Sauron's eye or something. But originally, it was going to be um, the light of Sauron. He was going to project himself. Because I think the ring is getting like closer to him, so he gets more power or something like that. So he manages to project himself as like his fair version, where he's like in the white cloak and the blonde hair and all that shit. Um, And then uh, he transforms into the Sauron from the prologue with the big dick swinging mace and all that shit. And Aragorn was going to fight Sauron one to one. Mm. Um, And I, I think I, I think I'd like that scene in as well as maybe Eowyn or Arwen whatever her name is fighting in Helm's Deep I'd like to see Aragorn fight Sauron because I think that would just it would make Aragorn's how best to describe how best to explain this I think it would tie his arc in with like his family where Aseldor you know defeated Sauron at the start of the the series, his descendant defeats Sauron at the end of the series, and also it would make his contribution a lot of the ending of the like, a lot of the third act of that movie is him basically going Sauron, it's me, it's your, mm. you know, I have the sword that killed you, it's me, come come get some basically. But he never had he never challenges Sauron after that, so having him versus Sauron on the field of battle and then i don't know. Maybe him and Frodo can tag team. He drops the ring in. It, like maybe fucking Aragorn defeats the body. He goes back in the tower, and then Frodo drops the ring and destroys mm. the tower.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I don't know. I, I still, I'm, I still like the way it ended. I like, I, I, th- I think that like having it because then it, it kind of makes it like, yeah, if you could just keep defeating his fucking astral form, yeah, fuck it you know it's the ring on you just keep fucking defending Do you know what I mean like this like i i think having it is like he's not there but if if that ring gets to him like i think yeah i don't know i i quite like the end of i think the the one thing about the end of change is changes the hobbits like the battle for Hobbit, hobbiton i think that's the battle for the shire that's the one thing that i changed like
1: oh you you did that in
0: eh? yeah e- en- ending wise cuz like no way did all the fucking orcs just go of course
1: you get out yeah. Of the yeah. They all kind what of like I mean? scurry off into the hills or something, don't they? Yeah. Isn't it. Of course
0: it's so,
1: <laughs> to be fair, though, I, you'd have to change Saruman's death again then. Because I think in the book. Yeah. Isn't it Saruman who leads the orcs leads the to.
0: I think. Isn't the Witch King in that final fight as well? I'm not sure. But... No,
1: I think. I think he. He always gets killed by her in the books, I think. Fair, fair. Um, I, I sure, see. Yeah, I. I, mean, I I guess you could do that, but then that would add, like, another half hour onto that movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, but then you could take out a lot of the Saruman stuff. You could cut that down a little bit.
1: Make it Tongue. Wormtongue. Tongues leading them instead.
0: Yeah, that'd be good, actually.
1: I know. I, I, you, you could do, but would that feel a little too disconnected because the rest of the main characters aren't there, it's just the four hobbits? Yeah, but I
0: suppose you could build it as, like... like obviously everything starts to become peaceful and they travel home but then they realize oh fuck and then like obviously you get a bit more tension and then like you actually see them fight because like again like the other two hobbits didn't really do fuck all they didn't do a great deal <laughs> so, I mean, like, no yeah, they didn't do a great deal so i think it would be then good to see them sort of like like the whole thing was like oh we want to get back to the shire like oh we missed the shire and then them fighting for the shire fighting for their home at the end hmm. it could be I, it could be okay
1: but because I think that was the point in the books, wasn't it? That Tolkien wanted to show that they'd become capable without the other characters.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Rather than getting saved by fucking everybody, every second fucking breath.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting stabbed. How many times does he get stabbed, Frodo? It's three, um, isn't it?
0: Once by she Once by the big uh, fucking cave troll with a big pike. And then once but the Nazgul.
1: cool. So yeah, he gets stabbed three times.
0: Three times.
1: Twice in the first movie. Once in the third.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very quickly. I, I guess like one of the like, the one with the cave troll, it wasn't like two very dramatic stabbings where like he was debilitated, but the other one was like, oh, oh no, I'm fine. Look, look at this. Well the, look that's this what I'd add. I'd had, I'd had fucking... a third
1: I'd had a third delibertating fucking stab in the second film. Fucking
0: <laughs> every film he's been fucking
1: yeah. <laughs> he gets shanked by Faramir in Osgiliath or something <laughs> first
0: meeting just
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah I um, I said you know I you know what Louis talking about the Lord of the Rings it's maybe we want to watch the Lord of the Rings again well I
0: mean, I mean if you're key, I'm key,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll binge watch it again let no, I fucking mean, just they're... just the Lord of the Rings we won't do we won't do another 24 hour one. one oh uh, not
0: thank like you I mean the Hobbit <laughs> <laughs> just like, I just get bored watching others, but that's something to touch on next time. But
1: yeah, we'll talk about that that next oh, yeah. week. But no, I um. So I think overall, this might be the best trilogy ever put to film.
0: Yeah, I would argue that case. So I I will die on this hill. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this, this is my favorite. All the time. I think it's the best. Like made like cinematically, I think effects. The time was just incredible. It still holds up. Acting, like okay, there's a bit few dodgy points, but I mean, three films, man, three films over four hours. Fuck what's the uh?
1: Bits. What's the dodgy bits?
0: Oh, I, I don't think Aon was very, very good actor. There's yeah, you, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I wasn't. I
1: wasn't. I wasn't like trying to catch you out. I was just curious no, what you thought yeah. was the. the
0: no, 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 I think like for me, it's the laughing. Like there's a few like. There's a few scenes where, like, you see when, like, Frodo wakes up after being stabbed in Asgul in Rivendell. Yeah. And Gandalf's laughing. He's
1: like, Gandalf! And oh, then, like, yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, it's, it's
0: awkward. And then, like, they all sort of run in to see him. That's like, I I, I don't think that's a very excellent scene. I, yeah, um, I think it's because it's
1: in slow motion. It takes so long.
0: Yeah, and there's some scenes with Eowyn and Aragorn that just seem very forced and like labor and just
1: not, not the best, I, yeah not the best i think ever. eowyn they sort of portray i wish they they hadn't bothered with any like romantic stuff and just focused yeah. on like the shield maiden aspect because the yeah. fact that like because she falls in love with Aragorn seemingly because he's there <laughs> they don't really have any <laughs> scenes and then the minute he's like right no nothing's gonna happen i'm in love with someone else she falls in love with faramir just because he is also happens to be there, <laughs> they look at each other and then boom, they're married. <laughs> like what?
0: Yeah, they're both scorned by their loves, loved ones, and they just.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, it's just the way they It's actually like just like, well, I'll just, I'll just go for whoever's there. I'll, I'll have whoever will take me.
0: They both got daddy issues. I think that's what it is.
1: Yeah, they do both have daddy issues because her both dad's are... dead, and his dad tried to kill him.
0: And and now died.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's, I think that's something else I like about the third one is I think he's, he's a very good villain because you don't have Saruman and yeah, yeah. Worm you need a kind of cartoonishly evil villain, and I think a lot of that is because you don't have a main antagonist with an actual presence, yeah, so you need antagonistic yeah. presences elsewhere.
0: Yeah, because you've got like you've got like minor ones like Gothmog and like. Very, very small, I mean, either Witch King kind of for a little bit, and then obviously the maths mm-hmm. but they're very small compared to, like, the overarching Denethor who's, like, basically fucking up all the plans, you know what I mean? So, yeah I completely agree Yeah,
1: he's like he's like the one force that's sort of in the way of, like, all of them rallying another thing I like I love the speeches at the end of Return of the King
0: oh, yeah.
1: my favourite actually is Theoden's which one? You know when he's got his Rohirrim and they're all oh. gathering, and he's like, "Ride now for Rohan!" And he's like, "Fucking." For Erlingus. <laughs> exactly. That <laughs> I I think I prefer that speech of Aragorn's. Mm. No. I don't get me wrong. I like Aragorn's speech. It's like it's it's really good. But just there's like it's very good. I think it's just it's the music. Oh. It's the fact and that the like score, when they the ride score in,
0: makes all the moments so much more powerful
1: rohan's music because every every area and every kind of group of people have their own kind of sound the music of the dwarves is very different to the music of the elves. same with like Mm -hmm. the dwarves have all very angular armor the elves are very curved armor Mm -hmm. and i think what i like about rohan is they have they they give it a very specific horse themed vibe and then all the music it's like string music it's like yeah. violins and cellos and stuff like that, and I love that shit. Um, and Gondor, it's much more grand. It's all trumpets and white marble and crap yeah. like that, and it's yeah, good. Yeah. But well, Rohan's so the drums
0: shit. and sort of yeah, like war instruments. But...
1: if you could live anywhere in Middle Earth, where'd you live?
0: Oh, uh, I think it would have to be like Mirkwood, like the uh, the kingdom of the Wood Elves and Hobbit.
1: what about lord of the rings
0: (laughs) lord of the rings um i think i'd probably like this this sounds very bizarre but i think i genuinely think i'd probably say the shire
1: (laughs) no i get that i get that
0: (laughs) it just looks so homely and nice and like green grass sunny weather all the time
1: very quaint very like you're just gonna eat food drink beer
0: i'm a simple man thomas like
1: it does seem like a very peaceful life i wish the women looked nicer
0: oh it's something i mean rose rosie's beautiful sam's sam's wench
1: yeah yeah but she's i think she looks as good as she does because the rest of the women have like beards and hairy feet
0: (laughs) yeah i mean the hairy feet sound great but do you know who does look really good
1: going I'll then dance his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you, you tied it back in I'm impressed <laughs> um, so do you think do you think the trilogy holds up then
0: oh above all like I, I'm a big like, I like I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, a, a trilogy fetishist like I love them I think they're just the, the best form of films like I think if you're going to make a good film make it into fucking trilogy don't force it, but if you've got the ability, make it. Don't rush a film. I think, like, I'd love to watch a trilogy over what... I'd love to watch a clever trilogy that portrays a very clear storyline with good characters than just watch a singular good film. Do you know what I mean? Which is why True. I, I like, yeah. obviously, Dark Knight so much. Pirates of the Caribbean is, again, I, I don't count the last two. Uh, but like, I, I, movie... I kind
1: of count the fourth one, but in my head, it's a Captain Jack spin-off, Yeah and then it yeah, ends. It's...
0: I'd agree with that. Like, I, I think, like, I, I think the trilogy of itself is, again, probably my second favorite trilogy. Of mm. time,
1: but anyway, not, another, another trilogy that filmed around. back to back. At least the last two really? did. Yeah, they filmed two and three back to back.
0: Uh, see, that makes sense because the first one they were sort of feeling the ground and sort of where they're going, and then second and third you could see there was a, a definite clear storyline as to what was going to happen. Like, and yeah, there's characters overlapping like, characters. And and... Yeah, this is big tangent. I Apologize, but.
1: <laughs> but no, I, I agree. Like I like trilogy. I think my issue with some trilogies is um like in uh some like the older comic book trilogies, there's this feeling that because trilogy, you know, you have a three-act structure in story, so that would mm-hmm. extend to trilogies and you have a three-act structure there. But I think comic books shouldn't be restricted to trilogies because, mm-hmm. for example, there's we just talked about The Batman last week. There's so many ideas for stories you could do with this batman and it's like don't do it as a trilogy just keep making really good stories yeah. with this batman like i've heard you could you exactly <laughs> you could do uh, mr freeze you could do court of owls you could do deathstroke or razzle ghoul or anything you do loads of stuff PBS. don't limit it to a trilogy because <laughs> then PBS. you can only have two more ideas Yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean, I, but I, I this
0: agree with
1: that. i think this one is is different obviously because i think it was actually written as one book um I think it was written as the Lord of the Rings originally because it was so big, it got split up into three sections, which is probably why the movie feels so connected and so like like one story. Because when it's adapting basically one whole story, but it was also filmed as one whole story. It was all done back to back. Um, mm. So they use the same sets, the same actors, the same props. You know, Some trilogies they'll recast a character or they'll they'll change uh, a character's costume or a character's look for the next film this it's all consistent because it was all using the same stuff over the same period of time
0: yeah
1: so yeah i think um i definitely think it holds up to modern day
0: oh without a doubt like i think like Yeah, I I guess the the filming techniques are outdated, but I think the reason that, I think because they are outdated and they were done classily, classy? They they were classy, effectively. (laughs) Um, And I think that they put a lot of time and didn't scrimp on what they had to do. They really, really put the effort into the fine details. I think it holds up now. Like, if you take any other film back then, like, it doesn't necessarily hold up to modern standards because of the action and, like, CGI and stuff. But this, like, it does.
1: Like 100%. Mm. Well, it it's it's a shame that kind of after this movie came out, you know, this movie showed that if you put a lot of effort and a lot of time into a blockbuster, you can get a really good piece of art. You know, it, it, this yeah. this trilogy was nominated for fucking shitloads of Oscars, and I think Return of the King is the only one that won the Oscar for Best Film. But I think the everyone involved in that saw that as a as an Oscar for the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A kind of retro, uh, retroactive, this trilogy deserves an Oscar, so we're giving it to this film, but it's for the franchise, essentially. Um, but then after that, you you still get movies now where they're trying to be this big epic whatever, and they just try and rattle it out in like a few weeks, you know? Yeah. An exaggeration, but you know what I mean? Like, there, there's a quick turnaround with some blockbusters. even Marvel do it. Now I'm a big fan of Marvel movies, but they will like right. We need a film Spider-Man: No Way Home in four k- months.
0: I guess that's kind of where Marvel and, like you said, like I, I guess Marvel is the best example of what you were talking about earlier, where like they're not restricting themselves to making a trilogy; they are making mm. a series. I like, and I, I, like you couldn't make a trilogy. I guess you could make a trilogy, but some, I mean, some of the characters have trilogies, but you couldn't. You don't really call them you wouldn't really think of them as trilogies they're just parts no like smaller exactly parts of building things to the, to the bigger plot line
1: yeah because Captain America has a trilogy of films yeah but uh, he has also has that, right? four other Avengers yeah Thor has one he's getting a fourth Man one. one Spider-Man has one
0: but then you don't see them as like trilogies I, I wouldn't say ah oh. Captain America trilogy. I'd say, oh, Cause, yeah, because there's, America. there's, if
1: you sat down and just watched Captain America one, two, and three, there's so many missing parts of the story that you'd be like, <laughs> wait, what the fuck? It'd be like if you watched the first half of Fellowship of the Ring and then watched Two Towers. It's funny though. What though? kind That's of, what kind what of dumbass would do that? that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, um, I think at this point as well, right? Even if. You know, the the Lord of the Rings, you know, it didn't hold up. Even if people were like, well, that CGI is terrible. That shit's terrible. Yeah. I, I'm i so nostalgic because I have specific memories related to Lord of the Rings. And it's also part of the reason why I like The Hobbit as well. Because they have very specific memories connected to The Hobbit that I enjoy. So The Hobbit's a little bit of like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> you know? And it's the same with, like, The Lord of the Rings. You know, like, every time I watch it, it's like that... Kind of that collective memory of the last time I binge watched them, you know. Yeah. And I it's, think it's it's.
0: To a kid, as well.
1: Exactly, and I don't really have that even with Star Wars, like Star Wars, because it's like ongoing. It's like a world I enjoy being in, but just because I enjoy the world, not because of any specific reason. Whereas Lord of the Rings, it's like it's from a very specific point in my life when I got into it. I just kinda of carried with me. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I my relationship with these movies is unlike any other relationship I have with a film. Or anyone on this planet. If I had all my friends in one room and it was on fire, and I had the Lord of the Rings in a room that wasn't <laughs> even on fire, it was just in the other room, I'd go save the Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> you go watch it, yeah not for the friends. only copy.
1: There's <laughs> other copies down the road, but I'd still I'd, I'd go save that copy. I
0: wholeheartedly respect that
1: decision. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be there at the window like, no, don't save those. Go get a lot of the rings.
0: I won't tell them that you're out here. Just save a lot of the rings. I'll, I'll keep them occupied. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'd let myself die for that though. That's <laughs> what you can get from this.
1: <laughs> I can't. I'm going to buy the... Um, I don't really buy like 4K of movies because I think Blu-ray... For like the setup I've got, Blu-ray is pretty good. Um, <laughs> but I saw some comparisons between 4K and Blu-ray of the, the whole lot of the Rings. and the 4K looks way better. I
0: can imagine, like, I, I, yeah. I, I there's can some scenes Colin that
1: a it look he, he looks great. It's very sexy, and I did <laughs> I didn't realize this, but there's some scenes in the Lord of the Rings. I won't say what scenes but there's some scenes where there's kind of like a blue or green filter over them Yeah. that sort of washes out some of the colour whereas the 4K remaster has taken that filter off oh. and just made the colours pop so it's got stronger dark levels and stuff like that.
0: Awesome. Okay, so well, I, you get it and I will come down and stay the weekend.
1: And we'll do another, <laughs> we'll marathon it again and we'll just...
0: Absolutely.
1: It's one of those movies where I'm like, I know I'm going to watch them, all three of them together again. The Dark Knight... I might, just, I might watch them here and there, watch them at a time, yeah. but the, Lord of the Rings, I don't think I, I've ever just watched one. I've always watched them all three together.
0: I hate doing it. Like, it's just, it's, it's so pointless. Like, I, I did it in January. I, I watched The Fellowship, and I just, it left me empty for, like, a, two weeks after. I was like, I'm going to watch <laughs> the other two.
1: <laughs> I did it once where I was, I was writing an essay, and I watched Fellowship of the Ring and then Two Towers, and then I went to sleep because I was just so tired. And it was on my mind for weeks, <laughs> and I was like, I just have to. And I watched the rest of Two Towers and Return of the King because I was yeah. like, it's just, it's just gonna bug me if I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's everything. It's, it's hard to talk about something like this because so many people have talked about it. It's like, well, what, yeah. what new stuff can you really say about these films? Yeah. Um, any closing thoughts on on the best trilogy of all time?
0: I could I could watch this on repeat with my cock in my hands every single day
1: those are some great closing thoughts there um, <laughs> I, <laughs> personally um, I maybe not cock in hand uh, but I, I every time I've watched this series of movies I'll have I'll like turn it off, I'll be quite satisfied, I'll listen to this I always listen to the song, you got to listen to the song at the oh, yeah. end. Even in The Hobbit you gotta to listen to all the songs. Um what's your favourite out of these three, just quickly?
0: Out of these three films out of the three songs. Oh the three songs. What three songs?
1: The you know we get to the credits. You've got um Into the West oh. Uh Gollum's song and um the one in the first one, <laughs> I can't remember it in.
0: Yeah, I think it's um Oh, I think it's Gollum's song. I I really do like. It's eerie as fuck. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. I think I think um, Into the West is mine. But yes, I I I just I just love that song so much. That's what I mean. Like, I like I, I'd... oh one of the yeah,
0: best songs written. I th- I genuinely think and one of the best like final songs for a movie and it generally always makes me emotional and um, like tear up is Last Goodbye by Billy Boyd. And I know that's for The Hobbit, but. It
1: has, it has to be. Like. Yeah, I and mean, it's weird when you watch it chronologically because that song was written as a goodbye <laughs> to the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So if you watch it chronologically, it's say goodbye to the series before you've watched the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you need to
0: watch them as a prequel, I guess.
1: Really. Yeah. You, oh, you'd I, have to. You'd have to pause the Hobbit just before the song plays. Watch all of the Lord of the Rings and go back to the last Hobbit film and then listen to that song. Yeah,
0: because um, even the music video, they show like. All the fucking scenes, like they show a lot of the rings, everything.
1: Mm, yeah, but yeah, they do. It's it's 'cause because it has like sound, It shows all the cast and behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I um, I think every time I watch this series, I'll finish listening to Into the West. I'll like, oh, is, maybe go to sleep because usually dead late because I've watched all of them all day. And I wake up the next day and I'm like, wow, I could really, I could really do watching a lot of the rings again. <laughs> I'm never satisfied I could watch this on repeat until I go blind and even then i'd I'd read the books in braille <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i think I think that's everything for this for this trilogy. um next week we'll we'll go a bit more deep because you've mentioned it a bit throughout this one but next week we'll talk about the hobbit um yeah i yeah, uh I'd- yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it mostly good for me, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean... Anyway, next week. Fuck <laughs> the fuck up next week. <laughs> Yeah.
1: But yeah, so so follow the podcast on various social media platforms. Um, Do you like... If you want. <laughs> is, that, is that too low energy for an outro? I mean, you can- okay right what to do you've done your low energy one do your high energy one and then can um, I don't think I've got in. a high energy one in me no um, like, try your high energy one uh, <clears throat> <I've>, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do <laughs> uh, tune in tune in next week um, when we'll be talking about The Hobbit follow us on Instagram at capeversepod follow us on Twitter at cape first pod i think that's the handles i think we're on facebook but we don't use the facebook one but by all means Follows? check it out um <laughs> scroll
0: past the um the band and then
1: yeah well you'll probably see me on twitter arguing with folk uh, and instagram every now and then we'll post about the episodes and we'll post about news sometimes yeah. if i remember that Number started so off as my high mean, energy one, and then oh, it just tailed. <laughs> oh, you meant news
0: as in like news for, like, yeah. <laughs>
1: not like not like <laughs> updates on the Ukraine situation. <laughs> I mean, like, like nerd yeah, news.
0: Yeah, I thought you meant like news as in news. I'm like, well, what news have you done, and why haven't you done Ukraine? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not really the the time or place. Um, but we'll okay, we'll go on record now. Fuck Russia for invading Ukraine. There we go. <laughs> <Fuck Russia. laughs> there's a there's a political stance for you um perfect cool lovely All right kiss kiss everyone see you next week
0: kiss 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 bitches <laughs>